Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday the 13th of September. Today, a Melbourne Storm great forecast, a new home for a current star, men's tennis sees the beginning of the era of Alcaraz, and one more sleep till boxing insanity reigns. But first... Not many expected the Brisbane Lions to be preparing this week for a prelim final against the Cats. But here they are, one win away from a grand final appearance. And while they'll be defending star midfielder Jared Berry's right to play at the AFL Tribunal tonight, they're also facing another big decision. What do they do this week? Is there a world in which Joe Danaher doesn't come back into that lineup and you go with the two tools? Speaking on Fox Footy, Nick Rewalt has asked the question. Should the Lions go into Friday night's game without spearhead Joe Danaher? The background, for those unaware, is that last Friday Danaher made the difficult last-minute decision to leave his teammates in Melbourne to hop a flight back to Brisbane to be with his partner at the birth of their child. And congratulations to Joe and his partner, who welcomed a baby girl into the world. But in Joe's absence, key forward Eric Hipwood delivered his best game of the season, kicking four goals and benefiting from the space inside forward 50 created by Danaher's absence. But would the Lions dare to roll the dice on not picking Danaher for the must-win game against the Cats? I don't think so, Tim. I'm not sure who Tim is, but yeah, there's no chance the Lions leave Danaher out of the side. The NRL is heading into week two of the finals this weekend, but it'll be without the Melbourne Storm, which is strange. The Storm have been the most dominant Australian sporting franchise of the past two decades. But their season came to an end on the weekend at the hands of the Canberra Raiders. And the Canberra Raiders have knocked the Melbourne Storm out of the season. But even though their season is over, suddenly they're facing another battle. If I felt as though he was going to commit to the Melbourne Storm and, and sign on and extend his contract, he would have done so by now. That's my, yeah. that's my gut feeling. Storm club legend and rugby league immortal in waiting, Camp Smith, speaking on SEM Breakfast yesterday, predicting the current Storm star Cam Munster will not sign a new deal with the club, but will instead play out the final year of his current contract in 2023 before heading north for 2024 and beyond. I think if he wanted to stay at that club and there was no other reason you know, to delay the decision to, to commit, he would have done so. Um, so my gut feeling is... As bad as this may sound to all the Storm uh, supporters out there, and myself, I'd love Cam Munster to stay. I feel as though he'll be going to the Dolphins. The NRL's newest franchise, the Dolphins, have made no secret about their desire to land Munster as their marquee player for 2024. And if the Queenslander does opt to depart Victoria to return to his home state, it would be the exclamation point on an unheard of exodus from the Melbourne Storm, with representative forwards Kenny Bromwich, Jesse Bromwich, Felice Cafusi, and Brandon Smith already bound for new pastures in 2023. Where's everybody going? On the upside for the Storm, master coach Craig Bellamy has committed to stay on for next season, at least. And as long as Belliac remains in charge of the Storm, it's always going to be a headache for the rest of the competition. Question. What were you doing when you were 19? Probably something stupid. Yeah, well, this isn't going to make you feel any better. Congratulations. You are a champion and a teenager who's now the new world number one. Just 19 years old. No one's ever done this before. It's a first. How does it feel? Well, uh, as Carper uh, did, first of all, I wanted to say, uh, I want to talk about today special day for everyone. Uh, I want to let you know that uh, my thoughts are with 
all of you in this special day. Carlos Alcaraz, 19 years old, US Open champion, the number one men's tennis player in the world. When he gets up off the ground, he'll be the number one player in the world. Alcaraz defeated a fifth seed Casper Ruud in four sets in the men's final yesterday and began what could become one of the greatest tennis careers in the history of the sport. At just 19 years and four months old, Alcaraz goes past Australia's own Leighton Hewitt for the record as the youngest world number one ever. And with Roger Federer unlikely to ever return to his dominant best, Novak Djokovic and Rafael Nadal both closer to 40 than 30, the big three shadow that has loomed over men's tennis for the past decade is fading away. And many past greats of the game, including Yelena Dokic, John McEnroe and Mats Volander, have already declared that the era of Alcaraz has arrived. The only question is, how long will it last? Tomorrow, perhaps one of the most insane boxing matches in history will take place. Or in this case, when to take on one. Paul Gallen, former New South Wales captain turned prize fighter, will tackle not one but two former Queensland foes in the ring tomorrow night when he faces off against first Ben Hannon. I see a lot of Queensland would love to punch him in the face. I'm not that sort of a bloke. I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's why I've got eight kids. And then should he defeat Hannon, he'll go toe-to-toe with Justin Hodges. At some stage, I've just got to you know, sit back on my heels and just throw one big right one and hopefully catch him on that big head. The unique contest will take place at Brisbane's Nissan Arena, and Gallon yesterday did his best to stir the pot as he attempted to pit the two Queenslanders against one another. I think Benny Hannon's tougher. I do think he's a tougher guy. He's a front row. He played at the highest level for a long time, played for Australia. So I think he's tougher. I think he's a tougher guy. But I think uh, Hodges beat him in a fight, so Hodges probably got more boxing ability than him. Um, but if I land on Hodges early, yeah, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll turn up pretty quick, I think. Gallon is the far superior boxer on the card of the three, but the reality is there's a reason fighters don't typically fight twice on the same night. The price on the body is simply too great. But tomorrow night, we'll find out if Gao's capable of taking down two for the price of one. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.